0: Welcome to Agents Influence Podcast, brought to you by the parent company, Grow Program. Grow Program helps agents utilize online tools to help market and brand their agency online. Find out more information at www.growprogram.com. Also remember, we have a very strict antitrust and comments policy. You can find those policies online at agentsinfluence.com. Now let your voice be the sound of your feet upon the ground. Let's go. Hey, this is Jason Cass, and right before we start the podcast, I wanted to add something that I forgot to add during the podcast, and that is if you are interested in getting involved with WAVE, which is Work at Home Vintage Employees, that's W-A-H-V-E.com, is where you can go, I want to let you know that they're going to be offering a $500 discount uh, for your upfront fee um, if you mention that uh, you called them through Agents Influence. Just wanted to give that out, I always try to give out some stuff to my, uh, to my listeners, and I wanted to give that out to you as a special gift. So if you mention Agents Influence when you call them, let them know that you uh, heard it from this podcast, and they're going to give you a discount of $500 right off the top. Thanks. Now, on to the podcast. Hey, thanks again for uh, listening. This is Agents Influence Podcast, and uh, I think a lot of you out there know what uh, we've got planned for you this week, and I apologize for having to push back these uh the the Wave professionals that I have on the line because uh, last week, as you know, I answered a lot of your questions that pertain to what our topic is for the month of July, which is the brick and mortar versus the virtual agent. And um, in this in this podcast, we are going to have the CEO and executive vice president of Wave, which you guys have heard me talk a lot about. Um, That's W A H V E, work at home vintage employees. And the the thing we want to kind of talk about and get out on the table is that we do talk about brick and mortar versus um, virtual, but this kind of steps outside the realm because this uh, company, Wave here, um, services all different types of agencies, carriers, brokers, and all that, whether they have brick and mortar or virtual, and we'll kind of get into that. So, um, once again, do appreciate you listening. Always please keep in mind that we always do take recommendations at the iTunes store. That, uh, that really helps us. And be sure to comment as you have been doing a fantastic job over the last six to seven weeks. And also, please make sure that when you listen to this and you get done listening to it, that you share it. It's important that we share this word, beca- uh, this work because this is about all of us getting the word out so that we can keep forward momentum and forward change. Um, out on the table with all agents. So uh, that's enough of our sales pitch, but here we go. So once again, I'd like to introduce, her name is uh, Sharon Emick, and she is the, uh, I guess, founder. We'll let her talk more about that. She's the CEO. And then we have uh, her sidekick, which is uh, Bill Hunt, and he is the executive vice president. So I'd like to welcome both of you to the podcast. And uh, Sharon, I'd like to kind of start off with you, and I'd like for us to give you, if you could give us a little 20, 30 second background of who you are, and then I'd like Bill to do the same thing.
1: Sure. Um, so I've been an agency principal for 30 years. I uh, started in the industry doing consulting to insurance brokers, and then opened, uh, started my own insurance firm, um, and um, grew that. I uh, then became a partner in a larger insurance firm, CBS Coverage Group, and um, Which I am still a partner today. I've also uh, been the um, the chair of the board of um, the Independent Agents and Brokers of New York, and I've also been. I'm a past director of the Agents Council for Technology.
0: Okay, well, it sounds like you're not doing much, Sharon. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, what
1: else is what else is new?
0: (laughs) And Bill, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Well, I uh, actually started uh, right out of college with a subsidiary of Safeco Insurance and uh, called Safecom. And uh, for for those of you who are at a, of our age group, that was a batch system and uh, some of the first computer systems for insurance agencies. And uh, I stayed in it my entire career and uh, headed up sales for AMS for quite some time and um, actually was with uh, Frank Setner, our, our other partner who developed Sugita Um, And was the first person actually that they hired to uh, uh, try to sell Sejita and uh, market that to the marketplace. So I've been in the insurance industry my entire career and primarily on the uh, technology side.
0: Fantastic. Then you fit in perfectly here because, you know, like you said, it's just not brick and mortar and just not virtual, but definitely the way your waves operate that we're going to get into so um Sharon let's get down to the nitty gritty and let's get down to the start here so that the people out there listening can can get a feel for what is wave you know when did it start how did it come about um, tell oh. us a little bit about your genius
1: oh, thanks well um, it came about because I being very active in the industry um, I was very um, involved with the Agents Council for Technology, so I, I, I know the status of, of uh, technology in the industry, the ability to work from anywhere, um, and over the years um, I've been, so always been on top of where technology is at. Um, and. Um, Maybe I'm not typical. I'm not the typical insurance agent. I've always, been, and Bill will tell you, and Frank will tell you, that I've always been pushing the envelope. That I need more and more, more advanced technology. Um, I also was aware that VoIP was finally um, coming into play. And back in the late 1990s, uh, Frank, Bill, and I were creating this thing called Metro Partners, which was sort of a call center, rolling up back offices and, and to do the servicing from, um, uh, in a more um, efficient way. So, um, but that was ahead of its time. So um, during that time, over the next number of years, and so forth, like 2008, 2009, there was a lot of press about the industry's concern. We're a huge baby boomer population. They're going to start to retire. We're going to have this huge brain drain. What are we going to do? And not enough young people have come into the industry. Um, and so that was another you know, recognizing everyone was seeing this as a problem, and, and my thought was there's got to be an opportunity. Um, all these people are going to retire, but I also, being in the insurance industry, also selling life insurance and long-term care, I understood we're living so much longer. Um, people are going to need to continue to support themselves until they're 80 or 90, and if my parents are seniors and they're that old, how can I be a senior if I'm a, a boomer? <laughs> Can't be a, a senior from 50 to 90. Something's wrong with those words. But in any case, uh, <laughs> um, um, so I one day um, I woke up probably around 2009, and I said, duh, why? You know, we have we can anyone can work from anywhere today. I work from any. I mean, that was back even in 2008. I was working from home many times. I was hooked into my system. Um, I, you know, how we've already had." iPhones or smartphones for quite some time and, um, and I said, why can't these people, very tiring because they have worked in the office for 30 years, they're done, they don't want the stress of the office, it doesn't mean they never want to work again, in fact everyone knows if you continue to work your mind stays healthier and you have less of a chance of getting dementia or Alzheimer's and, um, and that they're going to want to work but they're going to want to have the flexibility to have better life work balance and work from home. So I tried it out on Bill and Frank, (laughs) one night on a Christmas dinner at Bill's house, and that was the beginning of Work at Home Vintage Employees.
2: Fantastic. we thought it was a very simple idea, but I can assure you it's anything but simple, but it's like, wow, (laughs) brilliant. I mean, I didn't think of it, Sharon did, you know, so I could say it, but it's a brilliant idea.
0: Yeah, and you know, as we all know out there, and you guys know, nothing's simple if it's usually a good thing, so... You know, I always say to myself, man, if this is too easy, it may not be as good as I'm thinking. Everything's tough out there. And and so, um, I mean, that. so basically with the baby boomers, um, all the people retiring, I always say it a lot when I talk to people about WAVE. It's a lot of people retire from the insurance industry. They go travel for a couple of years, and then they realize either, number one, how much they love and miss the insurance industry, or they realize, hey, I'd like to go back to work, whether it's 20 hours, 30 hours, or even full time. And because it's what they know, insurance, they feel to go back there, but they don't necessarily want to go back into an agency. Their ideal situation is, I'd like to work from home. I mean, is that not basically it?
1: Well, they don't. Most most of the people who are retiring from the industry are not the agency principals, so they're not traveling for a year or two. (laughs) They leave after a few months. They, you know, they may travel a little bit. they go visit their grandchildren but then they feel they need to work and now that they get worried that they now don't have enough money they recognize after a few months that they're they could use extra money and so and they also want the flexibility if they go back to work in an agency and if they want let's say some of our waves live in colder climate and then go to warmer climate in the winter ah didn't you didn't yeah you can't do that if you work in an agency you don't have some of them say look I want to spend a month with my grandchildren they can now take their laptop, we help them hook up a second monitor at their at their, child's, you know, their children's house, because everyone has monitors, and they can go visit their grandchildren and their, and their children for a month and work. Awesome. Because they don't have to be in the office, and they can be just as productive wherever they are. So it gives them the life-work balance they could not have when they're working in the office. Okay, now that and, has to different...
2: Go ahead, Bill, please. I was just going to say, and you hit on it, too, as far as the knowledge that they have. So, you know, being able to utilize the knowledge that they've gathered over the past 20, 25, 30 years, you know, instead of doing something different, you know, trying to find a job in a different field or or do something like that, they're utilizing the knowledge and the, the, the side benefit, basically, to the entire industry is that we're keeping all of that knowledge and institutional knowledge and expertise. So now sourcing that back into the industry is something that benefits everybody.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, and in addition, today's today's insurance people, as they retire, they know technology. I mean, they're they're using they're answering their emails on their smartphones, their iPads. Um, everybody uses dual monitors in their offices, so it's not like they all most of them are already working remotely from home because they're answering things from home. Okay. So it's not like they not don't have that knowledge. So they have the insurance knowledge today. And they also have the, the technology knowledge, and many of them are Skyping their grandchildren, so many of them even know how to Skype or use FaceTime.
0: Yes, now, now I want to turn this in just a second. I want to ask Bill a question, but we talked a lot so far about the waves now, the people that are out there listening because to be honest there 's probably a a vast majority of the people listening who, who are thinking about maybe retiring and they 're thinking, "Hey, maybe waves for me but let me I want to turn it here in a minute to actually the agency, the other insurance professional who's thinking about getting a wave, but before i I really do. Um, let's talk real quick. What are your requirements of someone who wants to become a wave and get into the system so that someone can find them? Can you give me that, Bill?
2: Sure. Um, actually, we do a fair amount of of testing, but but let, let me back up and just say that okay. essentially there's they have to have 25 years of experience in the industry as as a you know that's a start. Um, what, we, what we want to do basically is, is capture that institutional knowledge, as I mentioned before, as we're talking about. We're not kind of like a work-at-home mom for a few months kind of a, a program, So, uh, nor are we a temp agency. So these are typically long-term placements that we want to utilize that knowledge with. So there's a couple of things that we do. First of all, they have to have that experience level. We then do timed insurance testing. We do uh, computer system aptitude testing, reference checks, background checks, you name it. So there's a number of things that we do to, to ensure that those people are actually qualified to be placed in an agency or wholesaler, MDA, MGU, or carrier.
1: Right. And in addition, they need to all have a, a, an office set up at home. They have to have a, um, an up-to-date computer system with a high-speed internet connection um, so that they are um, so able to work remotely. So there are a lot of requirements and we do very extensive interviewing and it takes quite a, quite a bit of time.
0: Fantastic, that's awesome. awesome. So I think out there that's going to answer a lot of your guys' questions about uh, who is WAVE, who are the people that work for them. Now let's flip the model here and let's say, Bill, I want to come back to you um, because, you know, we've got a lot of solutions that you, when I say solutions, I mean, obviously, you're you're providing an employment service um, to agencies. But when I say solutions, meaning that there's a lot of different um, uh, specifics that an agency owner, an agent, a um, an insurance company, a broker may be needing, when they call you, Bill, what are you finding out there is a, is a lot of common um, um, uh, denominators that of people, what they're needing and what they're looking for when they call you to find a wave?
2: Well, that would vary certainly by, you know, the type of entity you're talking about, whether it's an agency, you know, or a carrier or so forth. But on the agency side, uh, I clearly I think CSR help um, primarily in commercial lines, but certainly in personal as well is probably the thing that people need the most. Um, I'm I'm hearing so much more, too, about the need for uh, remarketing, whereby they uh, need somebody to do uh, quoting potentially and and help prepare proposals and and so on and so forth. The the neat thing is that, you know, what we provide, what our waves provide, are the ability to do pretty much the entire chain of of capabilities for CSR. So it can either be like a full-service type of a CSR, uh, in the case of a CSR that you know, uh, handles a book of business all the way to a slice of things like policy checking or, you know, quoting or something like that. So that's that's the, probably the thing I'm seeing the most these days. And what's great about it is that the flexibility that allows uh, a young agent, for example, to say, you know, I really only need somebody for, uh, on average, 20, 25 hours a week. Well, we can provide that. I like to call it the match.com of insurance because <laughs> what we have is we have a thing with a uh, called an initial job request form that goes through the skill sets and the, the needs and so forth of the particular entity that's looking for someone, we have a real granular search then to our database to match up um, what those requirements are, the skill sets that match those, and then we actually present uh, the agency or carrier uh, with the resumes of the people that best meet those requirements for them to determine who they want to interview, and then they would interview them it's important to note that this is not a shared model. So um, the the person that, the way that would be working with that particular entity is dedicated to that uh, particular entity. So it's not like they'd be working one place in the morning, someplace in the afternoon. Uh, so it, it's, a, it's really kind of a, a very flexible model that allows people to really address the specific needs that they have. Um, if I could add one other thing here, we we actually uh, are endorsed by a number of uh, BI state associations and and one of the the large ones actually did a uh, survey of their membership and the number one issue that came back for agencies in that particular state and it it actually was the number one issue more than everything else combined was the the inability to find talent uh, no matter where they were and no matter what kind of a, a particular job function they were looking for. And, and WAVE in our database, uh, which, by the way, numbers uh, thousands now, uh, we have people that can do pretty much every job discipline except actual producers. That's a little bit of a different ballgame. So, you know, we, we're not really attacking actual producers per se. But um, so that's, that's kind of how, you know, what I'm seeing out in the marketplace right now, Jason.
1: Yeah. In addition, we, we have, um, you know, the wholesale MGA side is asking for policy raters, underwriters, and we have many waves who um, have those qualifications as well. And one of the other things to add to what Bill said about matching, match.com, is that we go through such a granular process to get at what the... So one is we get to know what the client actually wants. We also get to know what the wave actually wants. So we know who only wants to work 20 hours, some who want to work 35 hours. We know those who say, oh, Please find me a CSR job. I miss talking to my clients. And others say, I never want to talk to a client again. Just give me process work. <laughs> so we really get so granular on both the, the, the what the client requests and what the wave has. So when we do our matching um, with our software, we really get the best candidates. And again, as Bill said, very important is we give you the best candidates. They get it, and it, um, they're interviewed and look. And the firm picks the one they want to work with. So it's not like, in a true outsourcing where you don't really know who you're working with. We, you know, in another type of outsourcing, they tell you who you're working with. In this case, no. We want it's really a match.
0: You know, and I was also right. talking with an agent who called me. Um, Bill had him call me a couple months ago, and he was telling me about the fact that he had found a CSR um and then now he had uh, 3 months later the CSR decided that uh that she wanted to do something else and he a couple of great things came out of that conversation one of the things he told me is that he had tried he had found her through a headhunter and the headhunter had charged them um $3000 and as long as the person um stayed more than 3 months um if the, if she or he left they then had to pay another Two thousand, I think, or twenty five hundred. They gave him a little bit of a break for them to find them another uh, CSR. And so here she had been there three, four months, and he now was freaking out in the fact that he was now going to have to go find another one. And and so I want you to keep that in mind of how you guys are different that way. But I've said this before, and listeners I, out there, I have to, I have to reiterate it is that is that the the beauty of this is is that the training and learning curve of these waves is cut dramatically i always say i didn't really have to teach lori um, too much what I had to teach her was my um, individual workflows and procedures in my agency which you just can't get around that we're all different in the way we run our agencies hence the name independent and so I think that that was a main thing that I tried to throw at him but I mean let's say that there's a wave out there and and Frank really explained this to me excuse me frank if you guys uh, no one knows out there Frank is another person who assists them in their um, once you will deal with bill and they'll try and find you somebody usually going forward you deal with Frank and and Frank um, kind of explained to me that what would happen if I lost, uh, if let's say that Lori decided that she didn't want to do it anymore or basically I didn't want to get Lori. How does that go, Bill? What if that happens to where the agency out there just doesn't like the wave that you put them with for some reason?
2: Yeah, that's a great point, Jason, because we we actually have the ability you know, with no HR nightmares and <laughs> no HR issues, we can swap out a wave. You know, we know, obviously, what the job requirements are, and we'll certainly speak with the uh, you know, the the, the the agency owner in this case uh, about uh, where the issues may have been or if there wasn't any issues, we would just actually replace that particular individual with the same skill set. So, yeah, it's a very, very quick and easy process.
1: Okay. In addition, we, we have like a, a whole process called client-away relationships. So we're constantly checking in to make sure everything's going well and, it's, and so we, we are very actively involved in, the, in making sure it's constantly working. And if it's not, we catch it right away. We reopen the job. We get more resumes. We already let the wave know that, you know, the job is going to end because it seems not to be working out. And maybe they should be placed elsewhere because sometimes it's not just about the knowledge. It's about the personalities, the culture. Right. And, um, and so then we find them another wave. It doesn't cost them any extra money because we just bill by the hours worked. Um, and their managers don't have to worry about hiring or firing anybody. We do all that work, so it's really hassle-free.
0: And and am I cor- I mean I'm, I know I'm correct because I deal with it. But you guys are tell me the different services behind the scenes that you're dealing with as far as E and O and different types of things like that.
1: Yeah, well, we insure all the Waves. We have our own ENO. We have our own cyber. We have our own comp, workers' comp. Anytime they have a computer issue, they call us. Um, we deal with their internal computer issues. Obviously, if it's the agency's down or it's an agency issue, the agency or the the insurance firm, the carrier has to deal with it. But we make sure, and if they're having any problems whatsoever, we're always intercede. if they cement, sometimes they feel they're not getting enough work, and they, they call us and they say, "Could you please let them know they need to give me more work um, you know so uh, we're we we're involved throughout the process we're so we're constantly both sides with the agency, making sure everything's functioning well, and if they need any help from us, many times agencies even ask me how to set up a The process to do remote work. Uh, Some agencies still aren't doing upfront scanning, and we even help them and explain how to set up upfront scanning. So we are very involved in in helping make sure that the our clients and and our waves maximize um, what they're doing, and also uh, and make sure they're working in the most efficient and most effective way, and that they become part of a team.
0: Right. And, and I have to say that I believe uh, that I have a very very uh, efficient and effective way that I deal with Lori and Lori listens to every one of these podcasts while she's working at from her house so she'll tell me if I'm wrong or not after she listens to this but I feel as if we have a very effective uh, efficient I should say efficient way of dealing with it and you know that's the one thing I get a lot of times when people call me about this and they say you know Jason I just can't understand how the workflow is gonna go how the procedures are gonna go and they don't understand that it's actually the very same workflow and procedures that they have in their agency, it's just that uh, they can see the person. You know, they, uh, A lot of times the CSR may get up with the piece of paper that she needs to take to the producer or the agency owner and will hand it to them across the desk and really truthfully even when you're working in a brick and mortar office that's not the most effective way. It needs to be scanned in, sent to the uh, agency owner so they can look at it when they have time and if you really think of it in that aspect, it's the same thing that, that I'm doing with Lori. Um, I, I scan things in, I move it over, she deals with it. Um, I, I just think that it's very efficient. Her and I every day obviously are working through different procedures and workflows to make it more per- efficient, but, you know, what, what agency out there is not? So, yeah, but
1: the, the, add to that, Jason, is yeah. that besides the brick-and-mortar vir- versus, you know, virtual agency, is that's also about the new understanding of management. You don't manage by sight. (laughs) You manage by out. You manage by outcomes. People think if they see people. Managers think if they see someone in the office, it means that they're working and they're working efficiently. I've run an agency for many years, (laughs) and I always I always know which people are working much harder. Who gets much more done? You always know the person who's getting it done. That's the one you give more. When you have an emergency, that's the person that does it. And you keep people on even though their outcomes aren't as high as they should be. It's, it's not, I, you know, some people have great personalities, so everyone thinks they're a terrific worker. But if you look at their outcome, it's not. Other people always look harried and whatever, and they're not in a great mood, and they're, they're sitting at their desk, though, and they're knocking out that paper, and they're getting things done, and they're doing it well. So I, one of the keys to all of this is learning to manage not by sight, but to manage by – the output of the person, the accuracy of a person, you know, um, and that the person is getting the work done.
0: Right. And I think a lot of people I've heard say that one of the reasons why they're sometimes not very efficient at work is because they won't get left alone by the manager, you know, exactly. who right. seen exactly. them all the time. So yeah, I think it works better. And I mean, Lori really enjoyed her time, um, at the other office that she was at, but she says that she believes that she's much more efficient, much more happy. And she wishes that she would have been a part of this when she was younger. But according to some of the requirements you had, she couldn't do it when she was 30. Um, right. so, so anyways, I'm going to kind of wrap this up. I think we've given our listeners listeners, uh, some some very good information. Um, I want to ask everybody out there, you know you can always comment on the agentsinfluence.com website. You can always even feel free to call me or email me at jason at agentsinfluence.com. Um, just to ask more questions, and if we have to, if it gets too detailed, I'll call you, or give me my phone number, or whatever. I'm very open to this because I believe in moving the insurance industry forward, and I think that this is a vital part of it. Um, just to close out, Bill, uh, is there anything that you'd like to say? And then Sharon.
2: Sure. Uh, well, first of all, thanks so much, Jason. We really appreciate the opportunity and um, appreciate our partnership. And uh, uh, it's terrific. Um, I, I do want to make note that this uh, we do offer both P and benefits folks, so it's not just, you know, like a commercial line type person or something like that while oh, we okay. have that, you know, in spades. I mean, it's obviously we also handle all of the lines of business as well. So, oh,
0: okay, that's um, good. I did know that,
2: Bill. Yes. Uh, yeah, we've got, you know, lots of people that are, are just experts in the benefit side as well. So, um, again, just that, that's important to note, I think. Uh, Secondly, one of the things we kind of started to touch on a little bit on the the, um, uh, insurance that we carry is uh, the security concerns. Um, Wave sees no data. Uh, What we actually do is we work with the agency, and we have a a large number of bank-owned agencies, by the way, so we work with the security team, but uh, we actually will connect the Wave to the agency or carrier wholesaler's uh, computer systems and we can lock down uh, pretty much to the needs of that particular entity. So it's a very secure um, connection as well. So I just want to make note that that's something that's uh, quite different also in the marketplace.
0: Okay, fantastic. Sharon, anything that you kind of want to add there?
1: Yeah, well, um, what, I, what I would like is that we have a lot of wonderful, wonderful people um, who have amazing knowledge um, and we have a lot of wonderful clients who um, have either could not find the talent. You know, today it's difficult to always just find talent in your backyard. And, mm-hmm. um, and because people move around a lot today, it's not the same where people stayed in communities forever, and it's, it's just different. So it's sometimes very difficult to find talent in your backyard. And also, um, if you're in certain areas, the talent becomes very, very expensive. And it makes sense today to start figuring out how to take lower-level work like process work off of high, highly paid people's uh, work so that they can focus more on clients and make, on retention and and uh, growing the business and cross-selling and upselling and outsourcing process to, to our retirees um, who would really love to work and help and, um, and work, and support themselves more into their retirement and instead of outsourcing overseas we say outsource to our retirees.
0: Yes and you know uh, I was talking with a very large carrier um, and they were that was one of their main concerns is that there's uh, they're starting to see more agencies that are outsourcing um, to other countries and it's really scaring the um, companies because of security issues. And, and, and they're, really, they're really, really worried about it. And I can, uh, obviously we have a, uh, um, a policy that we can't mention them, but I have to tell you that they're putting together a big study and a task force right now that they're going to release to the insurance industry here pretty soon because it, it is something that they're very scared about, especially on some of these uh, places that they're seeing agents outsource to and the uh, low respect of security. I'm glad you brought that up, Bill, because I know there's probably a lot of agents and, and uh, insurance professionals out there that are curious about that. So, right. if we don't have anything else to say, I'm going to wrap this up. And um, do appreciate uh, Sharon Emick and uh, Bill Hunt from WAVE, which is, uh, let's give them some information. Is it, it's www.wahve.com? Uh, mm-hmm. Correct. Okay. And go there, and uh, they've got a blog that you can find, a lot of information. Um, feel free to call me, reach out to Bill. Uh you know in and, um, and I just really do appreciate you guys coming on here. So this has been for the this is our third podcast for the month of July for AgentsInfluence.com, um a sister company of growprogram.com. I want you to know that uh, please visit growprogram.com. We've got something rolling out to uh, September 1st. I'm just going to give you guys a little plug on it or let you know. Um, it is called the Digital Insurance Marketing Academy. Um, It's something that uh, me, Brian Appleton, and Ryan Hanley are putting together as we speak. It's going to be exciting. And uh, I just ask you to uh, visit growprogram.com. So uh, once again, I do appreciate it. And we are out. Just a reminder, please remember that if you mention uh, Agents Influence when you call WAVE or you can find them at wahve.com, be sure to mention Agents Influence and they're going to give you $500 off the initial setup fee. Uh, That's from us to you. Thanks for being a listener.